Welcome to the second half. I'm your host, Melanie Kenneman, and I'm excited to spend the next hour with you interviewing some of my favorite people in the world. Uh, you know, a lot of people put a lot of weight in the first half of any game, and what they don't realize, it's actually in the second half. The things that you do, the actions you take, the mindset you have that sets you up to win or fail at anything that you do or at any game. In this week's episode, we feature Amanda Ponce out of Austin, Texas, and she talks about her first six months in the real estate industry, that she closed 17 transactions in the first six months, and that's as a dual career agent, meaning she had a full-time job with progressive insurance while she did that, and she outperformed and was rookie of the year in her market center here in Austin. Um, You're in for a treat. She talks about her growth and her mindset and how important it is to have long-term goals that match the short-term sacrifice. So listen in and take lots of notes in this session of the second half. Let's dive in. Amanda Ponce. I want to talk about your story, because when I think about playing to win or somebody that's really winning, you know, like like your foot just keeps going down um, on your foot to the pedal and you don't give up no matter what life is throwing at you. And girl, a lot of people may not know, but I know what life has been throwing at you, especially lately. And yet you are one of the most positive, focused people that I know. And I want to share that with the world because I'm hoping that one person that hears this and, you know, real estate directed, but it not necessarily, it can also be people that are in whatever they do, you will get something out of this conversation today. So thank you everyone for joining us. Amanda, let's start, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. What is it that you do right now? And what is your team on track for in uh, 2021? Awesome. So thank you again for having me today. And uh, hope um, again that this helps you uh, and even helps one person, you know, make a positive change. You know, we have accomplished that mission. So, um, you know, and my name again is Amanda Ponce. I'm in Austin, Texas, and I am the lead listing agent and team owner for Amanda Ponce Real Estate Team. We have a team in the Southwest Market Center and we have one in the Northwest Market Center. And um, this year, our goal is more so in talent, you know, having um, 21 uh, agents. And uh, so I can be, uh, everybody that knows me knows that I'm extremely transparent, right? So uh, there's no other way. We love that about you, Amanda. So 21 agents to be able to retain the top 10 best of the best, right? Mm -hmm. And um, having a very solid operations team that is a goal and to be able to hit uh, anything over 40 million this year will be great. Awesome. So those, so those are the goals for, for this year. Uh, this year we started to where it was just David and I, and since David was staying back home yes, um, last year with, with the kids with the COVID. So <laughs> this is a whole new year for us getting the team up and, you know, up and going. I love it. I love it. And what you guys have been able to come out on the other side of that, 
is pretty is pretty impressive. So let's back up a little bit. Okay, before real estate. So obviously she's a business owner. Amanda, you're a, you're very talented. You understand the importance of having the right people in your world. You're very learning based. You're always plugging into whatever it is that we offer and you're always growing yourself. I love that about you. But let's back up before your real estate world. What were you doing and how did you get into real estate? Because I think this will really uh, inspire some people um, on the call. Absolutely. So I was, uh, I started at Progressive Insurance, my very first job and uh, in corporate uh, before I joined uh, real estate. And I, I was a uh, sales representative in the phone for about five and a half months uh, when I got tapped in the shoulder by my manager, if I wanted to apply to be a um, sales coach which I had no idea what a sales coach was, but basically they told me I had already sold more than everyone else in the department and they needed that I was more uh, useful if I could just teach everyone else how to sell over the phone, selling insurance uh, for incoming um, calls. So that's, that's how I started my career. A call, center, right? a call center, basically. Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. A call center in Austin, Texas. And uh, so I uh, did this sales coaching uh, for two years. So my role was to support another supervisor. We had different teams, about maybe about 20 to 30 teams in this call center. And my job was to teach the um, phone representatives how to connect with people and how to build rapport and pretty much how to get them to trust us to buy insurance within seven to 14 minutes. Wow. And so that was my, my, my job. After that, I became a uh, supervisor. So I had my own team okay. uh, in sales. And then after I was in sales for a while and, and I, I um, helped a lot of people get promoted into coaches and supervisors and managers. After that, um, I wanted more challenge. So I was in charge of quality yeah. Uh, assurance. So making sure that the calls that we were taking, that the agents were hitting the main things to make sure that they were providing an excellent experience for our consumers. Then after I was in sales, I love sales. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Then after that, I was, um, I moved to uh, customer service. So I learned another part of the business for me. So I was I'm such a learning-based person that I wanted to know, okay, we're selling this policy, but what happens after that? What is, you know, right. what happens after we sell the policy? So then I learned about, you know, um, some of the things that maybe we could improve in sales um, so it could make things easier for people in customer service. So um, that was, uh, I came the liaison between, between sales and customer service, which back then there was no such thing as liaison, but I, I, I created that opportunity and then after being in customer service, um, I was called by my mentor and manager in sales that had moved to, to claims. And he said, hey, basically, we need somebody here to help us that is positive. We need strong leaders that are positive. Um, the work environment is pretty bad. We need someone like yourself to come and help us. Um, now, yes, we're going to give you a little bit more in pay, but it's not going to be done much. What you're going to learn from coming to this department is you're gonna learn manager muscle. You're gonna learn that how do you work through others when there's so much negativity? Mm -hmm. um, you're either gonna kind of have to have to coach people up or you're gonna have to coach them out. Uh, you're gonna have to deal with uh, some of your peers that are negative and causing a back uh, work environment. 
how do you influence them so they can be better? So anyway, so I went into claims and um, it was very challenging, but I learned a lot about how to deal with extremely difficult people, but the most difficult people was more so the leadership in that particular department, which was pretty, you know, yeah, <laughs> pretty uh, uh, wow to me. Yeah. But uh, so yes, yeah, so I was handpicked to, to do that, uh, to do that job. Uh, that mentor now works for Nike. He's, I, I believe he's like really high up, like vice president kind of status, but that was my, that was my manager. And wherever he, he went, I follow him. So I'm a big, um, I'm a big believer that uh, it's important to who you listen to, who's your mentor. And now he's doing great things and I can call him at any time. So I have a lot of experience training, coaching, mentoring, leading others in sales, customer service and claims. So I know how to connect, how to sell, how to, how to uh, de-escalate a call and how to be able to show empathy. What a great training ground for real estate, right? Like how did you, so how did you go from, from that to, cause you had, <clears throat> excuse me, you kind of made your way through the whole, <laughs> you know, this behind this behind this, which I love because everything was connected. So you kind of like, well, not kind of, you absolutely increased every department there. What made you then make the move into real estate? So it was more of a life changing event, right? So um, we had, um, David had just come back from, um, from uh, Afghanistan and we had no idea how much, how costly it is to have uh, two, two babies, infants under two years old. It was gonna be about $2,000. Yeah. And even though I made a good amount of salary, you know, at Progressive, it was still not enough to be able to support the bills, mortgage, and 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 um, babies, child right? Child in child care. in childcare, yeah. and I was very concerned that I didn't want to put any pressure on David, even though he had been offered a full scholarship to become a nurse or a doctor. He did not want to do anything else with seeing people dead or injury. David has a bronze star, right? So he saved five people under under fire, and um, I wow. did not want my my husband to commit suicide, right? So I was like, okay, so if I'm not gonna put the pressure on him, uh, what can I do that is going a side hustle that I can love and I can translate the skills that I have now and be able to do something that, that I really enjoy. And David and I had just uh, sold our house and bought a house. And I remember watching HGTV and seeing how they would decorate and, you know, uh, uh, love it or lose it, you know, the show. That... <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this seems really simple. I was like, well, if, you know, since I was four years old, I used to door knock and sell meat and goods and all kinds of stuff in Mexico. I was right. like, I can sure sell real estate. Like this will be easy. If I can sell candy and park me to strangers, I can easily, you know, do real estate. And, and, you know, that, that saying is really important what they say, um, People don't leave companies. People leave bad managers. Yes. And it's so true because I am progressive. I love progressive. I love my colleagues. I still do. I love the people. I love my teams. I, I love everybody. And I love the culture. It's a great company. But I do remember that I did have a manager that gave me a lot of uh, trouble mm. for doing real estate on the side and, and progressive. And I had, I had mentioned to my, my boss, I said, look, I said, um, uh, I, I'm the one that you guys sent to go get the, the trophy for best places to work in Austin. I run, you know, the most uh, talented, you know, teams, you know, and I take teams that are underperforming and, and, and get them to, you know, perform. 
I said, I love, I'm not, never going to leave this job. But for whatever reason, I was in the radar and it, um, they were making me feel, you know, um, a lot of pressure. And because you were already had, selling real estate. You were selling real estate already. You got your license while you were yeah. still, right? Okay. Yeah. So I was, I was doing both. Yeah. I was doing, I was doing both. So from May of 2013 um, to um, December of 2016, I was doing both. And so I, I was uh, leading a team between 20 plus agents. Uh, being a mommy with, you know, I had just had Danny. So yeah. he was, um, he was two weeks old when I went and got my, my real estate license. Wow. And then a military husband that was, you know, uh, going back and forth also, you know, with the military. So I was doing a full-time job plus uh, doing real estate. And because of that, even though I was very transparent with my manager, I was still under a lot of pressure um, that um, it was kind of like front upon, well, at least that's the way I seem. Like, like it seemed like they were concerned that you wouldn't get your job done if your, if your efforts were somewhere. It's interesting. I don't know if you heard the episode that I did with John Clyde, who wrote Leaving Six Figures. He wrote a book about that. And he was in the New, New Jersey State Police for 17 years. And, and finally, at the end, they were just giving him the same thing, kind of su such a hard time. And then when he had one day where he made $100,000 in a day, he's like, I'm done, right? I don't yeah. need to risk my life anymore. So what was that? So that was turning point for him. So he walked away three years before a pension of 7,000 a month. And so for you, what, what was that? Was it that pressure? Like what made you finally then go into real estate full-time and, and take that, you know, dual thing off of your plate? Well, I mean, I had told my managers, look, uh, my plan is to sell one house every two months so he can pay for the daycare. I'm going to do this in the afternoons and the weekends. It's not going to end my job. But since I kept getting accused for weird things and I, I told my managers, look, you're never going to catch me doing anything because I'm like the most ethical people person you're ever going to find. If you haven't figured that out in the last five years, I reported to you. So there's nothing you're going to catch on me or anything like that. Um, and but I talked to David, I said, David, you know, I can go to HR, but you know, HR is just there to protect the company, not the employees. I said, um, and he was like, well, you're gonna have to make a decision. I know you love progressive, you like real estate, you're killing yourself, you're only working two hours, you know, two hours, um, uh, sleeping two hours a day. And so we made a plan, right? So in the plan, I was like, we took all our expenses, took all our expenses. And then we were like, okay, what, what money is coming in from David? And how much money do I need to bring to the table in order to just survive, you know, survive if I decided to leave uh, my job and go into, you know, into real estate full time. So that number was 1450. I said, like, fantastic, 1450. I can do about five, six rentals, you know, worst case scenario. And that's going to be able to give me 1450 easily, right? And um, so then David and I decided to, that I was going to save six months of my income because I clearly remember telling David, I said, David, when I walk away from the other job, which is really hard for me to do because I love, you know, that company. Yeah. I don't want you to ever ask me, when is your next closing? Because the day that you do, you're going to go get two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> because I said, I want to be and raise able, the kids. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I want to be able to always do the best for my customers, for my clients. I want to go above and beyond. And I never want to feel that I have to sell 
in order for me to pay my mortgage. Like I always gonna put the client's interest first. Mm -hmm. And if you can agree to that, I will agree into leaving, you know, this this job and go hundred, you know, hundred percent real estate. And I said, and who knows, maybe I'll do really great because I, I had already had like 17 sold homes in six months. I got rookie of the year in Northwest wow. Market Center. Yeah, that's so isn't that amazing? Okay, say yeah. that again, you said that really fast. So while you're working a full-time job, you did what? Say that again. So I sold 17 homes in six months. Wow. No, I'm sorry, 17 homes. I sold 17 homes in six months. And um, I was I was working full time, you know, um, manager, a lot of responsibility, also Amazing. doing real estate, two hours to sleep with a newborn baby, a toddler, so yes. I had uh, and, and a military husband. So I was like, who knows? Maybe I'm gonna do really, uh, maybe think, gonna do really great. I think and, I might be okay at this, right? Yeah. There might be something to it. <laughs> and I had just gotten a two million dollar uh, listing in a ranch uh, in Dripping Springs, and I said, well things look promising uh, but we were very um we were very cautious to make sure that I had money saved on the side because again um David coming back from Afghanistan we were financially we were you know trying to get ourselves up so that's that was the turning point the turning point was I did not feel the support for the company. If I would have felt, felt that support for the company, still been there, um, real estate would have probably been a side thing. But then I realized that in real estate, I can make a much bigger impact because we're dealing with people that are about to lose their houses because they had a medical situation, foreclosure, you know, what have you. The gratitude that people give you for going above and beyond. It was just amazing, very warming to my heart. I knew that one of the things that I was gonna miss was the people in my company, seeing them every day. However, I knew that they were probably gonna be future clients of mine, you know, or, or future colleagues of mine, you know, in, in real estate, and that I could create that team and still be able to feel that I'm leading others, coaching others, and and and, and helping them uh, achieve see their 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 goals. I love that. I love that so much. You know, and it, it's so interesting because we all have turning points in our life, right? And we all have turning points. And so, like you said, like had you not had that situation where something changed with management and you were feeling like it, it turned for you as a turning point, and you started looking for other solutions. I really like what you said there. Uh, people don't leave companies; they leave managers or leaders or whoever is not really, you know, building them or, or invested in them, right? It's, it's all about relationships. It's like you with your clients, like you're, you wouldn't lose your client if your client really has that relationship with you. And the other thing you said there that I think was really powerful is you made an agreement with your husband, David, who now works with you. And it, it, you all are such an awesome team. Uh, you said, David, I don't want you to ever ask me about when the next commission is because the whole element of working in a spousal relationship in business and in life, that's a whole nother dual career element to, to the equation, right? It's, it's let's agree how we're going to play this game together. And I love that you did that. And I love that you thought very smart. What is my minimum that I need? And then, and then put six months away and just, we never have to have that conversation because we call that the expectations conversation, you, you know, whether it's your spouse or somebody that joined your team, you know, when you're really clear on how we can do this and when, like, can, can you imagine um, David saying, okay, when's the next closing? Like all the time that would, you'd be divorced by now, right? It wouldn't work. 
because, it, and so I love that you said that. And then you also made a really um, 17 transactions in the first six months. I mean, that's incredible. So many new agents would would kill to do that. So I, I love that. I just hope that people heard how thoughtful and methodical you were about this. And I think it's you're just a great example of somebody um, very talented. And I think now you look back, Amanda, I think you look back and aren't you glad that you did go full-time real estate? Yeah, and, and I remember people telling me, go real and go full-time, go full-time. And I was so... I had limited beliefs. I was scared, right? And and um, because I was like, well, right now uh, the family is, is um, you know, the, I don't know how fast the money is going to come in, but I can, I can, yeah, yeah. But one of the things doing it strategically, it really helped because I, I said, okay, my my uh, productivity coach at Keller Williams Northwest, uh, Susan said, Amanda, there's no such thing as a secret. Uh, real estate agent that is successful. Like you need to tell the world, you need to tell everybody, right? So that's what I did. I, I told everybody about, you know, that I was a real estate agent before I left, you know, the company. And um, one of the things going back to, you know, if you have a spouse, it's so important to make sure that you get full support from your spouse, right? Yes. So for right. example, the, the conversations that David and I had were like, okay, we're probably not going to see each other that much because we had opposite, you know, shifts right whenever he came from uh, from work then I would have to leave into you know real estate he would stay with the baby it seemed to us for like 18 months that we were like roommates but we knew that there was like the light at the end of the tunnel and it was gonna it's not it was not gonna be like that forever it was gonna be like a, a short-term sacrifice mm-hmm. and one of the things that I recommend agents that are either new or or maybe they're in limbo and they haven't met their true potential is like that goal has to match the sacrifice, right? You're not feeling that sacrifice or if you're not feeling that, then there's something is off. Maybe maybe uh, um, you're not pushing yourself where it needs to um, needs to go. Now, it's not always, like I said, it's going to be like that, but David and I were very transparent. And I remember being in Cancun, right? I had sold my, my, first, my first year in real estate full-time. I, I sold 62 units. Which 16 units, guys, is like a lot of units for one agent without an assistant, without oh, anything. No assistant, right? You didn't have an assistant at the time yeah. or anything? Okay. Yeah. So 62, that was my first, you know, my first year. And so that was really, really hard to uh, to accomplish. And I remember being in Cancun and, and taking a call and it was like, really, you're going to pick up that call? And I was like, do you want me to pay the mortgage or not? You know, do you want me to contribute to the finances or not? He was like, okay, take the call. So it was just, it was just, um, but as you, as you grow with your business, then you start putting parameters, you know, you make sure that you have your family time, you make sure, you know, you do certain things. So that is something to always keep a pulse, right? Because if, if, um, if you agree with your spouse or your family, this is short term, that's okay. Everybody's, but make sure you don't do it long enough to where, it causes resentment or other type of problems, you know, with, with, with your family. You know, I love that, Amanda. And what I heard you say is you said short-term sacrifice, right? You, you made a short-term sacrifice. At the, at the end of the day, 18 months, right, is at the time may seem like an eternity, right? And you feel like maybe we're just roommates, but you're partners, really. But if you're, uh, but it's a long, for a long-term gain. And I love that you said the goal has to match the sacrifice, and so look at, let, let's, let's start uh, talking about what, what some other things I want to take, ask you about. First of all, one question that I always ask every guest is what does playing to win look like for you, Amanda Ponce? 
Okay, awesome. So to me is growing leaders, right? I, I don't need helpers. I, I need leaders, right? Uh, growing leaders, or if they have not been in a leader capacity, you know, can they be able to to lead others, right? Um, helping others, uh, making sure that I'm that I'm helping others find their journey, whether it's a customer uh, helping them sell, invest, or they sold, uh, um, you know, um, their home, or helping my team be able to accomplish that, whether they're realtors or admin. I always want to make sure that that if they if something happened, it's not because of my lack of leadership, right? Because I'm a visionary. I think big, right? And um, I always want to make sure that I make that difference to the people that give me that opportunity to be able to let them, you know, lead next to me. And then the other uh, thing is just um, leaving a journey to where, you know, for my family, for the kids, um, for for my team and others to leave in a legacy to where we don't have to worry about money um, because we've done a good job with investments. We've done a good job with we're doing things together. So at the day of tomorrow, they need to take care of their kids, their parents, whoever, uh, they have the ability uh, to do that. Right. So that's what playing to win is to me. And um, not, not playing small, right? I, like Danica Koska said, you can either have excuses or you can have, you know, reasons, but you can't have both, right? If you want right. something, you get it. If you want something, you make it happen. If you don't know it, you learn from someone. You shatter right. someone. You You make it happen. So there's no reason not to make it in real estate. You know, you, you just need to get our own way and your own thinking and, and, and gravitate to those that have been there and done that and learn from them. Uh, well, let's talk about that. Why do you think people, some people are winning right now and some aren't? Because, you know, yes, we're having all this record GCI. We just had an incredible crazy, crazy real estate like adventure here where you'd have 90 offers on a property. I mean, just insane, the growth that we're seeing in our city. Um, and yet, and yet, Amanda, a lot of people have these really big numbers, like breaking all kinds of records. I know, our, you know, North and South, we're, we're breaking every record possible. And yet, uh, there are many people that are not seeing that success. What do you think is the difference? Okay, so I think it, it, the difference is that that mindset, right, that we talked about, that is so important, right? Every morning, take your trash out, right? Your trash, like your negativity, you know, take it out at night. So in the morning, you're refreshed and you're, 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 you're thinking clearly, right? Don't have any renters in your mind. What does that mean? Who, who are you entering in your mind? You know, who, who's putting things in your head? Who worrying you? Who, who should you not maybe be, be around with? Maybe other people that can help you, right? So don't let those renters take space in your mind. Right, so that's like super, super important. And then some of the other things is um, having to do like the difference between abundance thinking and, and, and scarcity, right? People mm -hmm. that think in scarcity mindset are like, oh, I'm not going to get a coach because I have to pay money. Oh, I'm not gonna join a team because I have a lower split of 50-50 versus 80-20. Well, what's 80 times zero? Zero, right? <laughs> So it's just having to that limited belief is like, you know what, if, if you want to be great at tennis, get a coach. If you want to be great at singing, get a coach that's going to help you with that. Same thing with real estate, right? You, you have to be able to trust the professionals, the coaches, right? right. And be humble about that and, and be uh, able to learn. So that is right there, a big thing, right? Are you coming from abundance thinking and saying, hey, we can partner, we can do this, even if I get a little bit, but we're going to make more in the long run. 
or I just just thinking like, okay, I'm just thinking right now this amount is going to be smaller. So that's huge with real estate agents. I see it all the time. They're not willing to get a coach. They're not willing to, um, oh, they're willing to go to maybe brokers that are discounted brokers, right? When they could go to a broker like Keller Williams that can really um, has all the tools in place. They can also join a team that is going to be able to help them save time, money, and energy from making mistakes, right? And they right. can grow within that team and get more business. So uh, the, the training, the mindset, who they partner with, it, um, I attribute that to who's winning and not winning. Yes. Right. 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 And, you know, let me talk, let's talk about bold for a minute because we're bringing bold back and you and I actually met in bold. I'm pretty sure. I think that's where our relationship, our beautiful relationship started was in a bold room. Right. And I was like, who is that young whippersnapper? She's amazing at the Northwest. And at the time I had nothing to do with the Northwest. Right. Cause I was just uh, being team leader at the South focus, doing my thing. And I'm like, she's awesome. And you and I connected immediately. And so, um, and yet you were one in like Mimi Bond, same thing, got right into bold. Like you're somebody that got that right away. And it, let's talk about what did bold do for you? Because I would love for people to hear that because we're launching a bold coming up uh, in two weeks from tomorrow. First of all, by the time I took bold, I had already been in my third year in the business, right? Okay. So if I would have, I would have, um, if I would have known of being a team or, 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 um, being that type of capacity, I would have gone to bold right away, right? But the reason I didn't is it wasn't a full-time job. So I never got to go to Ignite. I never got, I never had time to do anything. The only one thing that I did was met with Susan, my team leader. They just said, hey, you know, all you need to do is three things. Don't complicate your life. You know, like talk to enough people, get them under contract and go to the closing. I was like, that's it? They're like, yes. Anyways, so, <laughs> uh, so but if I would have gone to bold a, a lot sooner if I would have been, you know, full-time. Now, once I did go to bold on my third year, what that uh, opened my mind uh, said was about limited beliefs, right? Um, that we all have limited beliefs. Um, we all have that drunk monkey that is always telling us why we can't do things, right? Right. And, and then also, like, to be able to think that just because you do things one way, it doesn't mean that you need to to um, be captive to that one thing, right? Like there's so many different ways how to be uh, great in, in, um, in real estate and both really teaches you how to break those chains or limited beliefs and be able to really hone in and be able to grow your business, right? So I highly recommend people that wanna grow their business to go into old because you're with a group of other people that want to succeed. And then you start seeing like, wow, that person just got three deals. This person just got 12, 20. And me, I get motivated by that. Cause then I'm like, I have no excuses. Right. Yeah. Like right. I have no excuses. Like if somebody right. else is doing all that, I can sure do that too. Right. So um, I highly encourage everybody to um, join bold. And I met some of the best people in bold. So I met you, I met Holly Prisoner, I, I met Yvette. I mean, I, I met so many great pe people from bold. That is just uh, amazing. I love it. I love it. And you know, I love what about, it's different about bold. <clears throat> As I tell some people, and you might not know this, I might've told you, Amanda, but when I was team leader in Reno, when I, you know, I was there for three and a half years <clears throat> before I decided, excuse me, before I decided to come to Austin, I was heavily considering being a bold coach. 
because we had bold in Reno and that's right. That was the first year it launched. That was like 2010. It bold had just come out. You know, Diana had written that and we're like, what's this thing called business objective life by design and getting, you know, 40 people in that room that would commit to that. It was such a transformative experience because it was different for everybody because where Amanda Ponce is right now in her life, that's where you're at, darling. And where Melanie Kenneman is in her life, that's where I am, right? And bold speaks to the person where you are and we all have our own limiting beliefs, right? And so obviously bold coaches are on the road all the time. I'm like, well, that's not gonna work, right? Because I have a husband who's always filming in Germany. I, I wanna you know, I want to be around for my kids. So I ended up coming to Austin and continuing down the, the leadership path. But what I've seen bold do with the right bold coach and the right mindset for the bold attendees is it's a pivotal time for people on self-growth and making a decision. And so I just I just know you're a bold fan and I wanted to bring that up because it's starting in two weeks uh, from tomorrow. And I noticed that the signups are, are, aren't what they should be. And so I wanted uh, I would love for people to, to hear your take. So thanks for talking about bold. Yeah, and I already shared it with a team as well. And um, I've taken bold about five times and I love it. I think it's a great way to just back into the mindset of what's important. Busy doesn't mean productive, right? That's so true, right? So true, right? And you're like, wow, I'm so busy. It's like, yeah, but what did you actually do today, right? And how, how are your results? You know, one of your things you said, um, I love that you said um, every morning, take out, take your trash out. Every morning, take your trash out and don't, um, have any, you know, don't let renters take space in your mind that could be negative, right? I, I love that. So powerful. All right. So, so what is the most important thing for you right now? Because you now have a team, right? And your goal is 21, like you said, people. And, it, and one of the, I love, um, I know you personally very well too. And when I moved and transitioned to North, you're one of the first people that reached out and said, okay, I'm going to come expand. That's where I started. And I want to bring an expansion team. So you're always looking at, you know, how can I break the next barrier? And so now you've already launched some really great, talented people. Some of them are in our studio audience. So we're excited to have that. But you're, you're like somebody like that's a person without limits, what I love. How do you maintain that? How do you maintain always thinking about what's next? Because you've also had a lot of setbacks that people don't know behind the scenes that you deal with. I know what you deal with and you carry a lot on your plate, girl. How do you, how do you maintain that? How do you keep winning every day? Cause you show up as a playing to win person all the time. And I love that about you. Thank you. So it's just a continuous learning, right? Um, I see sometimes agents that come in my team and they sell three or four or five and they think they're, they're great. So now it's like, Oh, I can go on myself, but you know what? It takes about a good 40, 50, just to know what you're doing, because it, um, you have different type of loan, type of properties, different, you know, just different things, right? And so one of the things that helps me is like, I never think I'm too good or, or too great. Like, I'm always consistently looking like, how can I improve myself? How can I move the needle just a little bit more? You know, what are the opportunities that I have within a leader, a salesperson, or, you know, or what have you? I do know that um, I can sell a lot. You know, I, uh, I, I'm just, I, I just love to sell. I attract a lot of people. And I hit, um, I hit a, a two, two years in a row, 88 families I help in 87. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of commission and everything, right? But commission is not everything in your life, right? And, you know, now I transition to like, okay, I know how to sell. 
you know, I know how to, uh, you know, as a single agent have 87, 88 units, which is a lot for, you know, one agent that's not in a team. It's very, you know, it's very doable when you're in a team, but when you're not in a team, it's, it's, it's very hard to stage your own houses, to put the lock boxes, you know, all that stuff. So anyway, so now my transition is how can I help my agents be able to hit a hundred thousand? 200,000, 300, 350. How can I help them be able to have that lie by design that I know, Melanie, that they, 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 they you talk a lot about, right? It's um, how can we design your, because I was like, okay, I did all this stuff. I got a rush from helping so many people, but I don't have a life. I don't even get time to even spend my money, right? And, 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 yeah, exactly. and, and, and <laughs> right. And, and, and how do I help? Yeah. And how do I help others to be able to accomplish that same goal? Right. So my goal this year is to have four of our agents to hit a hundred plus, you know, next year to have one or two that do 250 plus. Right. Uh, in terms of that's what they take home. Right. After awesome. uh, expenses yeah. and stuff. Right. And so that that is my goal. And it's not no, not so much about the monetary money. It's just we meet and they do their 135, which is their GPS. It's their goals. They're not mine. I'm just it's there their as one a vessel. Page. For people that don't know what that is, it's a one pager of kind of their their main focus for the year to achieve what they want to achieve. Absolutely. So I am there as a vessel and as a facilitator to be able to remove any roadblocks or be able to identify, okay, if they want to hit this goal or they want to do this, then what, what can I do as a leader to either have them go to a certain training or have them shadow or what have you, right? Opening those doors for them and removing those roadblocks. And so it's based on their personal goals, right? They're, they're, they're not my goals. I'm just a leader. Whether they want to sell 12 in a year or they want to sell 100, you know, in a year, you know, as long as it is their goal, they're positive and they're making a contribution for the team and being a great team player and having, you know, highly satisfied customers, that's, um, that is, my, you know, my end goal because it's not about me anymore. It's about how can I leave a legacy for others? How can I help others? And more importantly, with the time, you know, that I, that I get back going to back, that question is I have my calendar. I block my calendar. Right. And um, I'm able to do like my, my coaching for, for my team weekly. Um, nice. I know like what, what are the times that I, for my family, if somebody is not respecting my calendar, I ask them like, okay, can you, can you send me a calendar invite? So they start to understand that you got to protect your productivity time your coaching yeah. time, time with your family. So I live by that. And that's what I coach. So if you ask anyone from my team that will tell you like one of the conversations that we have is early on is time blocking, protecting their family time and being very real and authentic with, did I really use this time appropriately to move the business forward, which is lead generation. Right, right. I love that. Um, and, you know, I, you said a lot there, but one thing I love that I heard you say is, you know, everybody's goals are different. So it's about their goals, not yours, because you do every team is different. Right. And some teams might have you have to do four minimum a month or whatever. And then it becomes the team goals, not the person's goals. Right. So I love that you tailor it to the person, because when they buy into their goal, they're going to get more passion around it. And they're going to get into action. Right. The other thing is, uh, you know, with all of the top talent that that you and I both work with, uh, one thing we find is usually it's not always about, you said it's not about the money. It's often not about the money. If you're in lower productivity, it's it's usually about the money. 
if you're in high productivity, it's usually not about the money anymore. It's about the quality of life or the time. And the only way that you can change that is by mastering the calendar, right? And I think that is one of the, it's one of the six personal perspectives we talk about. Time management is so critical at, in any level of life, right? Especially the busier you get and to make sure the most important things come on your calendar. So, so do you and David ever plan some time just for you guys, because you're running a team together, you're, right? Do you plan time for you? Yeah, we have that time block, even though David's like, really, we had a time block, but yes. <laughs> so we had a time block, we had the time block time for like it. family time, the game time on, you know, in, in the evening and Wednesdays. Um, David does a lot of like the, the Bible study with the family, with us, you know, he's a spiritual leader in our, in our team and, and oh, uh, ensures that we're, that, that we don't, that, well, personally for us, our family is like, you know, God first and everything, you know, family and everything else, right? So, right. um we're a really good balance. You know, I bring more of the business brings in, you know, making sure that, 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 that I'm walking, you know, with God and, and stuff. So, and, um, it's a, it's a good balance. It took, it took years, you know, like, um, later on, I, I had David come into the team. Cause it's like, David, I need someone that I can trust that is going to be great with customers. That is not just going to think the money, but he's going to do a good job for them. I really need you to come and, and, and help me out. So that's the reason that they came in to help me in real estate. But I do remember that in order for us not to kill each other and, and maintain that, that, that marriage, uh, we did, um, I did give him a, a, a coach that would pretty much tell him what I was going to, what I was telling him, but in a different, you know, you from someone else. <laughs> yeah. Paid a thousand dollars just so work, yeah. right? Because he, he kept that, that, um, that friction away. Plus, being my my uh, my personality type, I'm more like a go getter. Let's get it done. You know, I really don't take things personal because I'm like just a go getter, right? I don't have time to be analyzing. You know, right? You fall down, somebody... you get back up, you just brush off, right? You're yeah, like, brush go, up, right? or yeah, you know. So, uh, and, and and different people have different personalities, right? And David is great and everything, and and he got a coach that really helps him um, be able to to. Um, to do well, right? And, and he did really, really fast. Like I believe his second year in real estate, I believe he did like 40 something uh, families that he helped. So he very, very well, he plugged into our systems and, and our coaching and everything and, and did great. But you know, that's one of the things that, that if I would be thinking small-minded, I would be like, I'm, I don't want to invest a thousand dollars a month for coaching. I was like, oh, I, I need this because this is going to it's going to be good for me, for the business and everything. So that just thinking that, that abundance, you know, mindset. Well, your abundant mindset shows up again and again. And, and I see that and I've watched that and I work with a lot of people and you too are such a beautiful example of somebody that does it right. And I just applaud you both for that because I, I you see a lot of husband and wives that work together, uh, uh, many at a high level, right? There's quite a few, but for you guys to have built that team together being one vision, one mission, very clear on your goals. Um, it's really, it's really beautiful to watch that. You, you guys are a really great um, team and, and family. I love, I love uh, being part of your journey. So let me open it up. If anybody on the audience has a question before we uh, wrap up, I would like to open that up. So if you're watching on the live stream or if you are in the uh, Zoom room with us, go ahead and unmute and ask a question. What would you like to ask? Anything is open here. They're all like, oh, we're not going to ask. Okay, I'll give them just a minute. Anybody want to unmute and ask anything to Amanda? 
Yes, please. I, I don't I don't have a question, just more so a comment. The husband. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Being being the yeah, being the husband in this uh conversation here. Um, I just want to say that I am very, very proud of my wife and all that she's been able to do. She is such a hard worker uh, and such an example for so many people that if they want to know what, you know, balanced hard work and success looks like, that they can always uh, look to her. Because I know, I know I do. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And, and, you know, Amanda is somebody that just is, has just this courage right if there was a shirt that i would make for amanda it's courage and and she is not afraid to do anything and, and she's a fierce fight you know a fierce person put her energy out to make a difference in the world and i love that all of your background led you to the moment today where you are where you really get to impact more and more people and your mission david thanks for chiming in your mission really becomes how do I help other people? Because you know, you're really good at sales. It's, it's people. You're just really good with people and you understand the why and you know how to get them from A to Z. And for everybody, that's different, right? It's not the same for everybody. And that's really, so, so your training style really helps people. So what, what is something that you would like to accomplish still in your lifetime, my friend? So definitely I want to get the team to be at a seven level, right? Um, the two teams, the Northwest, the Southwest have two directors ourselves in both units leading, you know, um, those two teams, um, giving those opportunities for, for, those, for those people, right, that um, gonna be and, and join the team and be able to make a difference. Um, having that director of sales, you know, doing any, anywhere from 150 to 200, if they're not so much into, you know, the monetary thing, it's just helping them be able to accomplish the mentoring, the coaching, whatever it may be to them, right? Because the, the team goals is my responsibility. Right, their individual team, uh, individual goals is is their you know personal goals, right? And I have to figure out how do I get to the main goal that's you know as a team, yeah. right? right? And so that that is a goal being able to have a a, a full director operations uh, team that is um, that is fully operating. Uh, the last the last year we've been focusing a lot on operations. I'm very part of my operations team, very solid. I, I feel like it's best in class, best customer service. And sometimes as leaders, we focus a lot in sales, sales, sales. But if, if, if you don't have a, a strong, solid foundation of your house and you have a check, then you're not going to retain those customers. They're not going to come back to you. Why? Because you provided a bad experience or maybe you provided an okay experience, right? But if you if if someone else that is a great real estate agent comes in, hey, they may eat your lunch, right? So you got to make sure that <laughs> that you have great, great operations. So we have great operation. We're still growing and we have opportunities. And uh, anyone that is looking to partner up with uh, the team to either advance faster, succeed faster, or have opportunities, you know, um, with us to be able to grow you know, um, you know, they, they can uh, message me, but I'm a big thinker. If you tell me something, I'm not going to stop until we accomplish that. So you do have to tell me like, okay, Amanda, uh, my, my, my goal has changed, or maybe I want to take it because I'm like, you tell me this and I'm like, going to be like, you know, full force for that. So I would um, say that who you partner with, like everybody says, it matters, right? Look at their track record. Who, who are you listening to? Are you listening to somebody that is, that is, um, for me personally, for me to be able to listen to someone in whatever it may be, they have to be three to five times or 10 times better than I am in that in order for me to have that as a credible person, 
right? Yeah. I'm not going to hire a personal trainer that is not showing strength and winning Spartan and winning, like they have to have a track, track record matters a lot, you know, yeah. to me. And so if there's people out there, you're an individual agent, make sure you have a productivity coach, you go to Bold, you go to all the different classes that are available. Uh, if you are, if you feel like, hey, you know what, I love operating with teams, you know, just know that there's a lot of different teams out there. There's some that is like they market together, they're together, but they don't do mentoring, coaching. So they don't have a direct line of your success versus with me. If my team doesn't do well, I don't take pride that my team is, you know, if they're, if they're not putting food on the table, like I want them to put a foot on the table. Right. Right. You and so right. I feel responsible for that. Right. So we want to make sure that you find that spot and don't give up. Keller Williams is a great place. Go talk to Melanie, your team leader, depending on what area, you know, which, uh, which Keller Williams are and be very transparent of what you need. And they're going to be there to help you. But if we don't talk, we're, nobody's going to be able to, to know uh, yeah. what's going on. And um, if you, anybody ever needs anything, just give us a call. Me and David, we're here to, to help. And, and I can say that Melanie, I was in the Northwest Market Center and I have never seen the Market Center in terms of the energy, the positiveness, like I know a lot of the agents there. Obviously, I was there for for a couple of years, and um, they were here, and and I saw that they had a lot of potential. But even though there was team leaders that were they were good, they were not to your level of that visionary. Like, hey, you know what? Let's let's do this. You want to do that? Okay, let's do it. Like moving them and shaking and and bringing opportunities. And that's what what you do, Melanie. You you help them. Doesn't matter if they're new or or they've been in the business a long time. You open those doors, and what that's what a great leader does. They're not just looking, what can they do for me? But what can we do for them as leaders, right? And right. I've seen I seen so many people on your market center that, you know, Coco is one of the examples, right? Coco Vargas, and there's several more of them. That they went from, I think when I was in the market center, I was like, wow, she does 8 million, right? And probably now she's probably close to 20 million. And just because someone stepped in that believes in the whole market center and I want to be able to one day be like you, Melanie, right? And I've served you and I learn you because even though my, my, my being that I'm a high DI, I'm like, I can be a little bit intimidating sometimes for some people because I'm a, I'm a go-getter. Like there's always a way to make it happen. So give me 20 excuses. Just give me one way how to make it happen. I love that about you. <laughs> and I know that, and I know you're a high D too, but it's like, okay, well, I soften myself to where, it yeah. doesn't come, you know, intimidating others. I always come from contribution from the heart and I always want to help others, you know, but that is something that I'm always looking for you, the way you conduct yourself to one day be, be like you are. And I know that you're going to continue to be more and more successful within, you know, within Keller Williams. No, oh, you're very sweet to say that. I'm choking up a little bit there. That's so, so sweet of you. And, uh, you know, that means the world to me because, you know, as leaders, our whole goal is, is to help our people grow. And, and, and so me being part of your journey and, and you, like when I made that move, were the first person that called me and say, oh man, they're in for such a treat and just your, your support. And you're somebody that uh, is a perfect example of they bloom where they're planted. Right. And I think so many agents 
lose so much time and energy by looking for that magic pill. And the magic pill, if you're with Keller Williams, you're already there. Okay. Number one, you're already there. If you're with Keller Williams, you just not, ha- you just haven't asked. Right. And, and I love that you said you start with taking the trash out in the day, you know, think about long-term goal, short-term sacrifice, but you have to have a big enough goal that it matters. Right. So, so growing people, you leaving a legacy, Amanda, that's what you're doing every single day. And I'm so excited to be growing you citywide and you've just brought some amazing people on and and we're just excited to be part of your journey. What is the one, is there anything we did not talk about that you wanted to, as we close, is there any last parting thought on either just a winning mindset? And, you know, this goes into my podcast for the second half, which is, you know, a lot of people come out with a start and a fire, right? But, and, and yet like even think about any kind of sports analogies, the first half matters, but the first, the second half matters more, right? Because the second half is, and that's what I love about the customer service piece. Like you can have all these transactions, but if you're not really taking care of those families, they're not going to come back. And, and I see agents kind of churn and burn and, and the ones that really take care of their people have really fulfilling lives. So what it, with that thought in mind about the second half and playing to win and just having that winning mindset, what is the last thought you'd like to share with the group today? So I always, as a, as a newer agent, I was like, wow. I, was, I, I remember it was like summertime and I saw everybody in office like having deals and I was a brand new agent. I was like, where are these people getting all their deals? Well, uh, it took me a while to learn this, you know, but so you start, you know, last quarter, that's like whatever you're doing the last quarter is what's going to show up 90 days from there, right? So right. these agents that are like high productive agents, right, or teams, they're doing all this harvesting during the winter, so when January comes in, they have a lot of sales. So, um, so to me, that's very important because before I was like hustling during the summer and, 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 and I had great, you know, um, July, August, September, October, but I never really started like great in January. But when I changed my mindset, then I started like, there was one, uh, one uh, month and in January, I had like a whole bunch of listings. I think it was like with eight or nine listings that I started with, right? So to me, the last quarter is the most important quarter because you can be the underdog, but you can come back and be able to win at the end if you just apply yourself and, and that mindset and everybody works differently, right? Some people may, may do that work early in the year. But those of you that are new or maybe those of you that that um, they have struggled a little bit at the year, this is perfect time. It has not ended. Do not give up because that's going to help you the end of the year or um, the first quarter. And it's so, so important. If you haven't yet, um, go ahead and take class with uh, Melanie or the market centers with the 135 um, to be able to learn about how do you become purposeful? How do you put your goals and make sure that you follow those goals and that you revisit those goals every six months to make sure that you're still aligned with the activities? And if you're not aligned with the activities, then you need to change those goals to be aligned with your activities so you can play to win. I love that. I love that. And it's a tracking thing and there's no emotion behind it, right? And I think I think those great tools that we have, like the 135 or GPS and all those, for those of you listeners who don't know what we're talking about and are not here in Austin because we get people from all over. If you go to the onething.com, 
uh, like number one, the one thing.com. There's a lot of really cool tools like the GPS and there's a great little dis, uh, explanation of what that is. It's really a, a one page business plan for you to achieve whatever it is, whether it's health or family or financial or whatever that is, right? And so you really need to have some kind of map because I mean, can you imagine Amanda getting in your car? And I mean, we have GPS now on our phones, right? So can you imagine, you know, I'm gonna, you're gonna drive to Los Angeles and you just get in your car and just go. And we used to have to, we still needed a map, which was a guiding to where we were gonna go. But what if we said, no, no maps, no GPS, just follow the signs. How effective would we be? We'll be lost. We'll be shooting for our hip and that's not, you know, those are not results that we want. Exactly. And so by having the GPS, it just, it just gets you there streamlined faster and you're always correcting, correcting. Amanda, it is such an honor to be in business with you. I love you so much. I love your heart. I too. And I'm just honored to share you with the world. And I know that everybody in our studio audience is a big fan and very honored and lucky to work with Amanda Ponce. Great things ahead. Thank you for all you do. Thanks for being on Thank the you. show. Have a great week. Thanks, Thank you, everybody. Thank Bye -bye. you. So many nuggets. Thank you so much, Amanda, for sharing today. And we hope you listeners got one takeaway or something that inspired you. I know another thing that stood out for me is every morning, take the trash out in your mind. Imagine what your day could look like when you were really paying attention, who's renting space in your head. Um, so again, come from an abundant mindset, bloom where you're planted. And if there's anything we can do to help, please reach out to us. And until then, we will see you on the next episode of the second half.